Democratic Republic of Sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. And it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. It's a big weekend as well. we got the Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday. Sunday, also Valentine's Day, guys. Just in case you didn't know, we were talking about it in the uh, studio before we got started here and, you know, had, had already had a discussion about Valentine's Day gifts. And then producer Ron goes, oh, wait, is Sunday Valentine's Day? Shit. Yes. See, yes. and this is why, see, everybody talks about how I'm a dick. Tank's a dick because he actually outed which one of us it was. I did. I was just going to say one of us didn't know. <laughs> he had to say who it was. <laughs> Sorry. I, you know, never lie to the audience. It's always one of my rules. Uh, <laughs> so he had to lie. Just don't necessarily <laughs> just, tell the yeah, full truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, look, I mean, I, I've been there. I think we've all been in that scenario before. Forgotten Valentine's Day? Have you ever forgotten Valentine's Day? No. Really? It's on the same fucking day every year. Okay. I have a, it, it, but you no, don't just I've like you, it's you're never just like every ne- year. You've never just like rolled around to you know February thirteenth and went fuck tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Uh, nope. I can genuinely say I have not. Wow, Mr. Perfect Boyfriend over here. We get it. Jeremy, Mr. Perfect. Jesus Christ. You're also one of those that you, you go all out for Valentine's. I go all out for everything. Take one look at my wife and take one look at me. I have to go all out. It's not that hard to figure out. Most of you are friends with me on Facebook. You see the pictures. Right. It's not because of my dashing good looks. <laughs> all right. Because I'm nicer than people like we've all We've all got our own styles, I guess. Okay. Very good. I mean, you have to do something, yes. obviously. I, I'm trying a little bit different strategy for Valentine's Day this year. What's that? We're, well, we're, well, I mean, I can't say it because my wife watches the show. Uh, we're going out of town this weekend. <laughs> oh, you got a Literally, party? I'm going to be out of town every other weekend for the next, like, six years. We have something scheduled for every weekend nice. for ever. Yeah. I'm also not going to Vegas for my birthday. Oh, poor Jeremy. We got to get back to the beach. We got to get away this weekend because it's just time. It's and and that's the thing is like Valentine's. You want it to be something special, but this Valentine's is weird because we've been together so much. Hey, I know we're how you. I know how you can spice it up. Step one: <clears throat> find a box. Step two: <laughs> got a hold no, the box. No. Step one was getting the hotel. Step two: you don't need to know about step two because that's between me and my lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, this is one of those times that I'm having to sit here and Well, we've yeah. been, we've been we've been with our spouses so much that it's like, you know, what do you do that's special? We have dinner every night together. Like, I think the best gift I could have this year, so we had to get away. The best gift I could have gotten my wife was a weekend away from me. <laughs> here, I got a vacation, and you can have it, and me not go. And uh, think about that, but how do, you, how do you present that? Because then that just starts a fight. You can't present that and go, here's a weekend away from me. And she goes, well, you don't want to spend time with me? Uh, I, I can tell you how to present it. Step one, get a box. <laughs> <laughs> Step two, cut a hole in the box. Uh-huh. 
This is pretty much how I present everything. You think your penis solves all the problems in the world? That's, see, that, see that's, we've actually figured out the root of Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people have figured out the root of Jeremy, if we're being really honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, if every, if every rom-com movie ever made uh, has told me anything, it's that if you spend an hour and a half explaining to a woman how every problem in her life could be solved with your penis... It'll all end up with a nice song at the end and a nice keys. I keys. <laughs> I think it's how love actually ended. Uh-huh. You have all these problems in your life, and I can cure them all with my yeah. wiener. <laughs> no, I understand Chris Edenfield. Of course, Chris Edenfield said it's only advertised in every store and on television every day. I get it, but they start advertising all this shit, and they put the shit in the stores at Christmas. So it's easy for me to lose track of time and go, uh, oh yeah, that, now it's coming. Now see, but, I don't forget holidays that are always on the same day. I forget holidays like Columbus Day or Pre President's Day, which apparently we're all for on Monday. Yes. God, I'm looking so forward to sleeping in past like it's always, 6.15. It's, a, it's always the Monday closest to the 12th. See, that's a stupid rule. That's yeah. not a holiday. Well, see, if, it's, if it's the, oh, it's the first... Tuesday after the 14th, only if it's not, that's dumb. Put it on a fucking day. Or call it the blank Monday of the, of the year, right. of the month. Well, I mean, someone can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think it originally started with, it was Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and George Washington's birthday, I think, is like a couple of days. So today is like Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Today's the 12th. The only reason I know that is because it's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday to my wife. Yes, I did. First thing in this morning. Damn it. Happy birthday to God, I was I swear to God, I was planning on throwing out a happy birthday to your wife. So I could literally have, have, have beaten you to saying it to your wife and your mother in the same week. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. I'm not going to fuck it. I, see, that's the thing. Like, mom can be the, uh, the the canary in the coal mine for me. I know that mom's birthday was three days before my mom, from, before my wife's. So if I miss moms, yeah, I'm damn sure going to be uh, honed in on the 12th. Did you just say the canary and the coma? Yeah. What are these weird-ass turns of phrase that you have all of a sudden started throwing out there? <laughs> You've never heard that one either, the canary and the coma? No! Mine? They put the canary Look in the Look who you're talking to. Mine. Look at you're the fucking from hashtag. fucking West Virginia. How I, do you not know canary and a coal I'm mine? I'm from right here. I just spent a copious amount of time in West Virginia. <laughs> Look at the fucking hashtag. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. No, I don't know a damn canary horse shit. So they used to have the canary in the caves and take it down in the coal mine with them. And when the canary died, you knew the air was bad down there. And so everybody knew when it was time to get out of the cave. It's a stupid phrase. You know it's why? The canary in the coal mine. Birds aren't real. <laughs> it's the warning of something bad coming, which is you forgot your mom's birthday. Don't fucking forget your wife's birthday. That's the canary in the coal in the coal mine. Correct. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln's birthday is on the twelfth. I think the I think Washington's was on like the fifteenth or the sixteenth. And at some point, I think the Washington fans got upset that President's Day was always on uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday on the twelfth. And so they decided, okay, fuck it. We're going to put it on the Monday in between. And then the George Washington fans and the uh, Abraham Lincoln fans won't be mad at each other. I think that's how that worked. This really long, drawn-out explanation of holidays is brought to you by Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed drink different. Hey, and it's, a lot. It's Friday, man. It's Friday. Ah, here it is. <laughs> so, yeah, don't forget uh, Valentine's Day on Sunday. That's how we got going down this path. 
Um, so today on the show, in honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to do some matchmaking. We're doing quarterback matchmaking. Going down all the available uh, quarterbacks, teams that should make, uh, you know, make moves at the quarterback position, and try to marry the two together. Marriage, sweet marriage. <laughs> so, the question is, uh, let's. Start. Why do dogs have cold noses? No, I've no. always wanted to know that shit. In the comments, somebody tell me why do dogs have cold noses? My goal is to drive him to drink today. I want to see him actually drink a beer before I leave here today. Three days. I got three days. I got Saturday. I got Sunday. I got Monday. And I'm happy about it. Uh, we will not be here on Monday, by the way, for President's Day. We're going to be enjoying the, uh, the, the long weekend. So we will have all of your uh, weekend festivity recaps coming up on Tuesday here in the Sportsocracy and on ESPN Asheville with the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. But I'm looking forward to my uh, three-day weekend. Oh, Ma oh, Mama Tanks jumped into the comments. It drew my yeah drew my attention. I'm trying to see what she's saying. Well, this show's always better with Mama Tanks. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering how much of the canary in the coal mine thing she heard. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it. Heard a lot of it. I get it. She gets it. She knows I love her. I got distracted because Patrick Holt said butt stuff, and I don't know why. <laughs> See, the first like eight minutes of this show, I'm sharing it places and doing things, and then I have to go back and like yeah. everything. I just saw Patrick Holt said butt stuff, and now I really want to know why. I believe that comment was made when I talked about uh, the hotel room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that comment was made. Step one, you find a box. Uh, step two, hold the box. <laughs> it's going to be my solution to everything today. Yeah, step three, butt stuff? <laughs> All right, quarterback marriages. We got a lot of quarterbacks, obviously, on the open market. Let's just uh, let's take it let's take it team by team here. Okay. Um, all right, teams at the top. Let's go alphabetical order. That should that are going to or maybe should make a quarterback change. Mm -hmm. Start with the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is going to draft a quarterback at four. Yes. And that quarterback's name is Justin Fields. Okay. You were taking a sip of coffee. I needed something to break up the monotony. Yeah, Matt Ryan will or will not be on this team start of the season. Will. Will. Nothing. Virtually nothing they can do. The dead cap hit is insane. There's virtually nothing they could do that wouldn't cripple them for a year. Mm -hmm. So, no, I, I think the Matt Ryan transition happens next year. Or he retires. Because unfortunately, one of the teams on this list is the San Francisco 49ers, which is the team that makes the most sense for Matt Ryan. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, I don't see a path to that happening. Money's too tight in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. The dead cap hit in Atlanta's too much. I just, I, I don't see a way that they're going to move on, or to be able to move on from Matt Ryan. Perfect world scenario, though, would be Matt Ryan moving on, reuniting with Kyle Shanahan. It would, it would immediately make the San Francisco 49ers a major threat next year. I mean, they're already, they're already going to be one of the top teams because they're going to be healthy. And those weapons are incredible. They just need to find a quarterback. And I'm, uh, I believe know what, they're done with the Jimmy G thing. Do you know what the dead money would be on a uh, Matt Ryan deal if it was pre-June 1? No. $44 million. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Uh, that's not going to happen now. Could they make a deal after June 1? Sure. 
Uh, then it goes down to 17.9, which, yeah, that would suck for a year, but let's be really honest, Atlanta's not going to be good for a year. Yeah. The only thing is, if you draft Justin Fields, you got to have somebody to play in front of him. He is not ready to play yet. Right, and I think that guy should be Terod Taylor. I agree. I agree with that. I've said Terod Taylor should be with either Justin Fields or uh, Trey Lance mm -hmm. because he is the perfect bridge quarterback. He's such a good team guy. And listen – the thing with Justin Fields is I can see a pass where at week seven, he actually could be ready to play. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be pretty. But Trey Lance shouldn't play a snap this year. Yeah. That matters. I mean, he could come in in a game that, you know, you're down by 30. Right. But other than that, Trey Lance shouldn't play a game all year. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields, you know, I could be convinced. Yeah, I think he'd be ready to compete about midseason. I could definitely Maybe. see that. I think, and I even think that's – I think that's even – Aggressive, I really do. Mm -hmm. I think Justin Justin Fields and Trey Lance should both have a, a Pat Mahomes year, where they're just we, we we got somebody in front of you. It's not a competition. We know we're good. Well, as we all know, with uh, you know matchmaking doesn't always work, but love always wins. So we're going to marry these two together. I think. I think we should marry Matt Ryan with San Francisco because that's a dream scenario. That's the uh, apparently not for Michael Whiteside, who is a San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> uh, uh, you'd be very happy. He's watching on our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash the sportsocracy. Mm -hmm. uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and and uh, comment the word done for an easy automatic entry into our March Madness contest. I just did the rules for this contest. We're probably going to announce this next week. Okay. Does that sound right? Sure. He, he He's finding this out right now as he finds out everything else. Everything. Everything. See, this is how the nuts and bolts of this show works. Tank does all of the uh, production things. All of the things that make things go on the screen. That's Tank's role. I come up with ideas that I spring on him, and then we all have to hectically put them together. Yes. That's how this partnership works. Yes. But this is going to be a fun contest. I did a lot of the rules last night. It's going to be a way that you could theoretically win a lot of cash. Nice. Yeah, we like cash. that. It's a dream scenario here. We're going to marry uh, Terod Taylor with the Atlanta Falcons. They will draft a quarterback, whichever one they want to. Justin Fields seems to be the overarching theme here. I think most people are predicting that Justin Fields will go to Atlanta. Um, and we'll take Matt Ryan and give him to the San Francisco 49ers. Dream scenario. The Carolina Panthers, with Teddy Bridgewater there currently, although they've been in on everybody, they apparently offered the number eight pick and Teddy and a five, was it, to the Detroit Lions for Matt Stafford, which the Lions turned down. They've apparently been calling about Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold. I can confirm they called on Darnold. I cannot confirm they have called on Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, well, we'll get to Carson Wentz when we when we when we cross that bridge. Right. I can tell you definitively, the Carolina Panthers offered the eighth pick in the draft for Sam Donald. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, now, in that deal, they get twenty three back from the Jets, which is why that deal has not been done. But I will tell you this: uh, when we get to the Jets, it may. Ha As a matter of fact, let's screw it because my tying it to the Carolina Panthers involves the Jets. Okay. Ideal scenario for the Carolina Panthers is they trade uh, Teddy Bridgewater and eight to the Jets. For Darnold and 23. Okay. The beauty of that is Teddy Bridgewater's been in New York. The front office knows him. 
Mm-hmm. Douglas doesn't. There's a lot of holdovers from that. He could be a bridge quarterback. He can get out of the deal in a year. The money would allow you to do more things next year. Joe mm-hmm. Douglas is not a huge free agent spender. He never has been. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think they're going to do a lot of things. But to have a vet quarterback like Bridgewater backing up what I ultimately think will be Zach Wilson, there would be a benefit to that. You wouldn't have to rush Zach Wilson along. Everybody's saying he's super ready to play solely because he's so old. He's 23 years old. He's older than, than – uh, he's actually older than Darnold, mm-hmm. if I remember that correctly. Darnold may be a few months older than him. So in this scenario, the Jets keep the number two pick. Yep. Pick Zach Wilson. Yes. They get Teddy Bridgewater to play, you know, to be the bridge yes. to him. Then at eight, you draft Jamar Chase. Uh, you take you take whatever. I'll be honest with you. My dream scenario is you take uh, Zach Wilson at two, and you take Jalen Waddle at eight. Jalen Waddle, okay. Jalen Waddle is a is a guy that I'm falling more and more in love with every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, I'd love to have Devontae Smith and Zach Wilson. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. And so the Carolina Panthers get married with Sam Darnold. And you're doing, Mar- I'm talking about this is the dream scenario for of each course. individual team. Of course. So now the Jets' dream scenario is not this. Uh, right. We, we've specified Right. That, right? The Jets' dream scenario would be Deshaun Watson. Uh, correct. But that's not the one I'm going to give in this, uh, in this marriage <laughs> of quarterbacks. Okay. But yes, the ideal scenario for Carolina is to trade for Sam Darnold. Hmm. You have the money, you have the weapons, you need to fortify the line. But you have enough to get Sam Darnold. Eight is enough to get Darnold and get something back. It might be their second-round pick instead of that one. I, I don't know. I don't know where Joe Douglas's head is. I will tell you this. The compensation on Sam Darnold will be more than the compensation on Carson Wentz. And it, to me, it won't be close. Yeah. There are more teams currently interested in Sam Darnold that I know of definitively than are interested in Carson Wentz. I don't know that I like that. I don't know that I like that for the Carolina Panthers. I mean, to me, that's, I mean, you're going from Teddy to Sam would be like a, I mean, unless unless you're saying in this scenario, the Carolina Panthers would be happy with handing the franchise over to Sam Darnold. You know, which a team is going to be, by the way. I don't know. I don't know. You're don't wrong. like it. You're wrong. I don't like it. Okay, tell me this. What, for, what available uh, quarterback, anybody that you've even heard spoken of, has a higher ceiling than Sam Darnold. I'll give yeah, you a hint. There's not I'm, one, and it ain't close. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. Let's say Sam Darnold's 23 years old. Let's say he was in this draft class. Where's he go? Number one. Mm-mm. Trevor no. Lawrence goes one. Trevor Lawrence goes one in every draft in the last 10 years. They go two. He goes two. Mm-hmm. Definitively. Mm-hmm. Not close. He would go to in this draft. He's a better prospect than Zach Wilson, and yeah. to me, it's not even close. Well, the pro- see, the problem I'm having here is the money. The problem I'm having is the money because you because he's got a year. You got a year on that rookie deal. You got two years because you have a team option. The oh, second. okay. So you got the team option on the second year, but then the team option after the team option, though, I mean, you got to pay him. See, under the current scenario, you're already paying Teddy Bridgewater. And then you're hope you know you're going to hopefully get Trey Lance, a guy that you can bring along and be your starter. But you still got three more years. You see what I'm saying? It pushes that money further down. Well, that's the, line. the problem the Jets have. Here's the thing: this is the big difference. The Jets know they're a year away. The Jets know it definitively. That's the problem with Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. If they thought they could be competitive this year, the Darnold thing wouldn't be a discussion. 
you take either Penny Sewell or you would take Devontae Smith at two and you would roll on with Darnold. Yeah. Because if he's as good as I think he is and you can fortify the offense around him with Mike LaFleur, then this is not a problem. And in a year, you kick in the team option and $24 million looks like a damn steal. Mm -hmm. The problem is the Jets know they're a year away. Panthers don't. Panthers think they can be competitive right now. Yeah. And let's be honest. What could Sam Darnold do in a year? Let's let's say he comes into Carolina and he's just phenomenal. He's as good as you could possibly imagine him to be. Okay. 4,400 yards, 30 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. How much money does he get on the deal that they, renegot- that they negotiate in the offseason? Because they would. They'd kick in the team option. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then what? How much money would he get? I don't know. 20? Probably 25. That's a steal. Sam Darnold, if he's as good as he can be, at $25 million for the next five years is a steal. And he could be an immediate contributor because he's got a lot of starts under his belt in the NFL. Yeah. He makes way more sense in Carolina than he makes Carolina, Washington, and San Francisco. That's the three teams that make immortal sense on Sam Darnold. Yeah. Because he is a guy that could come in and be uh, the, the – he couldn't be comeback player of the year. But if we had a most improved player in the NFL, Sam Darnold would be the favorite for it in Carolina, Washington, or San Francisco. And I firmly believe that. And you firmly believe that uh, wherever Sam goes outside of New York, he's going to be way more successful than he's been in New York? Uh, Is is Adam Gase the coach of an NFL team right now? No, he's not. Nope. Uh, Is Brashad Perriman going to be the number one receiver on any of these teams? (laughs) Okay, then this is instantaneously the best team he's ever had around him. Okay. No matter who it is. All right. Sam's not been the – I have said this more times than I can count. The problem with Sam Darnold, or the problem with the Jets is not Sam Darnold. The problem with Sam Darnold is the Jets. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I will say. Sam Darnold in New York could be fantastic. Depends on what they put around him. Mm-hmm. And I will say, the more and more I'm hearing, the more and more I think they might be looking at the fact that I've heard as many as eight teams have called on Darnold. Four of them have offered ones. One of them's offered a one and then some. Mm-hmm. But they still haven't done it. What does that tell you? That they don't really want to get rid of him? Exactly. Yeah. Joe Douglas is sitting here going, this might be our best option. Because he's a better prospect than Zach Wilson, no doubt. Mm-hmm. The problem is the money. If it was a net equal, all right, let's say, you know, Darnold's a rookie, Zach Wilson's a rookie. Yeah. You're all in on Darnold. No yes. doubt any evaluator Absolutely. ever is all in on Darnold. Absolutely. The problem is you're going to have to pay Darnold three years earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think there's part of Joe Douglas going, I don't want to be the guy that trades the best quarterback – at the end of his career, the best quarterback that's ever been on a Jet roster. I don't want to be the guy that did that. Okay. You've succeeded. You've made me feel a little bit better about it. Um, <laughs> I guess it's just a scenario that I hadn't I hadn't really – because I, I have kind of resolved myself to where the Panthers are going to be, which is, I think, with a rookie quarterback and keeping Teddy. Carolina winds up with, with Sam Darnold. They should be cutting backflips. And I mean that. A hundred percent. And he'd reunite with Robbie Anderson. Yes, that's another part of it. That's another thing because Darnold and Robbie really did like playing with each other. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I'm telling you, I think the best scenario for the Carolina Panthers is they wind up with Sam Darnold. Okay. Do I necessarily think it's going to happen? No. Yeah. But they have the best ammo. They have the biggest desire to have him. And it's the, it's the scenario that makes the most sense. Okay. Playing quarterback matchmaker here on the uh, Friday before Valentine's Day. How about the Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy, can they find a quarterback? Obviously, I see that's they're the biggest conundrum for me. Is I don't know what you do. 
I don't know what you can do. I don't know what you can bring in to make yourself better. Because you've got not a whole lot to bargain with. I mean, like, there's all the talk about the, you know, the Carson Wentz. Carson trade. Wentz to Chicago's dead. Not going to happen. Just so you know, it's dead. Well, it was stupid to begin with. No, I mean. It, I thought it was. Well, it was. It didn't make the most sense, but that deal's done. It, it's dead. It's dead to dead to dead to dead to dead. Don't talk about David Montgomery. Don't talk about Tarek Cohen. Don't talk about Nick Foles. It's dead. Yeah. The Bears got pissed off that Philadelphia wouldn't come off. that Because Philadelphia wants a one. The Chicago Bears are not parting with a one for Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. They never were. They never have been. Mm -hmm. The best they ever offered was Foles in a three. To what I've been told. I, I can't tell you that I'm getting 100% great information. Which is like I mean, it's great information. I can't tell you it's totally accurate. Right. But a three in Foles is what they offer. But if that's true, that's laughable. Uh, agree. <laughs> and no wonder Philadelphia said absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, I would have hung up the phone on them on that one as well. I've always thought that was stupid. But they've got Nick Foles still under contract. They got to make a decision on Mitchell Trubisky, and I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that they don't go back with Mitch. To me, to me, the best fit for the Chicago Bears is Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> That's the best thing they can do. <laughs> Team friendly three year deal on Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Try to get him in at fifteen million a year. Uh huh. It's the best you can do. Because let's be really honest, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Who are you going to be throwing to? Yep. Nobody. Alan Robinson's out the door. So it's going to be Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. And this is going to be a run first team. If I had to pick a second one, let's just say we put a step on this that you can't go back to the same quarterback you started with. Second best solution, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's proven he can be the quarterback of a very good run first team. Yikes. I believe it. I do believe that. The Chicago Bears are going to be the team that does not wind up with one of these high-end quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see them with Wentz. And the Mac Jones thing, can we stop with Mac Jones to the Bears? That's the laziest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's Rex Grossman 2.0. You really don't think Chicago remembers. Hey, you remember that guy we had, and we went to the Super Bowl, and it had absolutely nothing to do with him? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think they want to do that again. Just my belief. Jacoby Brissett with the Chicago Bears. Dennis Soros said, in other words, the Bears are screwed. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. That's about right. <laughs> They're over the cap. Their best playmaker is a free agent, and they don't really have the means to acquire another quarterback. That is the, pretty much the definition of uh, attached reversely to a helix. In other words, screwed. Would Jacoby Brissett be an upgrade from Mitch? No. I think that's six and six one way, half dozen the other. Yeah. I do too. I honestly do. Steven Townsend bring back Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler would be the best quarterback they could get on this team. Even right now. It's awful for the Chicago Bears right now, and I don't see any path where Matt Nagy is still the coach of that team next year or year after. That's the other thing of this is that I feel like Matt Nagy's been put in almost a no-win situation. Mm -hmm. Because you – I mean, he's a decent enough coach. I don't like the, – the play call's been unoriginal. Uh, unoriginal. It's just not been good. Like, it's – Everything's been, ugh. They're a playoff contender, though. And they make playoffs. No. There you go. <laughs> I even tried to do it delicately, though. Because you were you were holding it. I was. You can't, you can't do that. The Kevin Vick Memorial Bell. Yeah, you can't dampen the bell and then try to ring it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. 
Dallas Cowboys is Dak. It's Dak Prescott. Dak Please stop. Can we stop talking about that? That is the quarterback of the Dallas. Oh, they didn't put him in the hype video. Do you know those are made by? Do you know who makes the hype videos for for teams like that? Uh, underlings. It's some social media. Follow the social media of a bunch of teams. First of all, Sacramento Kings. Follow that one. It's fantastic. They troll people left and right. It's wonderful. That's great. Uh, they have some social media uh, coordinator that puts these things together. They took a roster of the players that are under contract for next year and did it with them. Mm -hmm. Watch the video. You'll see that I'm right. Every player in that video is under contract for next year. That's how they built it. This was not a shot at Dak. This was probably somebody that wouldn't know a football from a bocce ball. And they went, oh, all these guys are under contract. Let me find their numbers and find clips. And yep. they put one together. Yep. That's how that went. Mm -hmm. It's Dak Prescott. It's not close. Now, the question is, does he get franchised or does he sign a long-term deal? And I don't know the answer to that. I do know it's very weird to me that they've had a month to talk about this and they haven't even spoken to each other. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be unexpected. I mean, they, they've done this before. They've been down this road before. Hey, not really down this road. What's different about this time? Uh, now they know how important Dak Prescott is. Mm -hmm. They got to see life without Dak, and it was ugly. Yeah, but on the you other side, you had a lot of, of a fat gremlin as your uh, best playmaker, and it went. <laughs> yeah, but on the other side of that, they also have injury concern now. Not really. They have reason to be concerned. Not really. That his Every, leg turned backwards. Everything I heard from them, he had two surgery, two surgical procedures on this to make sure it was stabilized. Mm -hmm. Everything I have heard from anybody that would know is that the doctors have told him there is no told them there is no more risk to him today than there was a year ago okay. because of how they treated it. All right, the Cowboys have one of the best medical staffs in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. I mean, other teams use their medical staff to do surgical procedures on their players. Right. Old Jera likes to spend money. And he made sure Dak was okay. Mm -hmm. Question is: Is it franchise or long term deal? If I, if you put a gun to my head and made me made me answer this, I would say you're going right up to the franchise deadline, and with six hours to go, they come up with a four year deal because Dak does want Dak wants security, mm -hmm. but he doesn't want to be tied for seven years, right? He because wants, he thinks the scale is going to keep escalating. Yeah, he wants another. I deal. disagree with him on that, but I think it's a four year deal. And I would say it falls in at probably 37 and a half, mm -hmm. if I had to bet. Right. Gun to my head, a a a APV 37 and a half, a lot of it guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, doing the math on that, it would be, it's, uh, it's four years, 150 million, I'd say 65 of it's guaranteed. That's what I think Dak winds up. Mm -hmm. Nobody's getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying, you know, to back you up on it, this will level out. This money, I think, is is now. I think we've reached the peak. It's at the peak for of now. the quarterback money. It's at the peak for now. Well, yeah, until a major restructure has to come around, or you know, the 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 full rebound comes and more money pours into the league than Which ever before. After yeah, after it opens back up and you know everything churns back together again, it's going to go back up. That part's only nominally important. That's what people like me have been saying all year long. What? Oh, everybody's like, oh, the cap, the floor of the cap's one seventy five. That's where it's going. No, it's not. They didn't lose as much money as you think they did. Mm -hmm. TV deals were phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They stayed phenomenal. Advertising rates, guess what? They went up. Yep. You know why they went up? Because you can't watching. be in a stadium. Yeah. So ad rates went. Mm -hmm. NFL still did just fine. Mm -hmm. NBA, not so much. Yeah. But that's going to be the uh, you know it's going to be the end of the discussion. In the in the when words you of, start approaching fifty million dollars a year, everybody's going to go. <laughs> no, you're not Patrick Mahomes. No. 
so yeah, I get I get what you're saying about things leveling out, uh, and I think they should come to a long term deal. I think that's the perfect scenario here for both of these both of these team er, uh, entities between Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Denver Broncos, Drew Locke, there's not a whole lot of confidence about him, but it it seems to me the longer and longer we get into the offseason, the more positive the tone is turning toward Drew Locke. That's because they keep getting shut out on guys like Matt Stafford. <laughs> you have to. You have to back your guy. The Broncos are probably the hardest team in the NFL to figure out. Because they think they're a quarterback away. And I'm not sure I disagree. Problem is, you're reasonably committed to Drew Locke. You did spend a second round pick on him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. There's a name I want to say. And I'm... Kirk Cousins. Okay. Kirk Cousins. Minnesota gave him a whole lot of money, but there's not, a, there's not much guaranteed left on that deal. Mm -hmm. So, it could be economical for them to move on, mm -hmm. but then that, what do, you, what do they have to bargain with? Who? Denver. How do they get Kirk Cousins from Minnesota? In terms of a, what would the compensation be? Right. Is it like a Kirk Cousins, Drew Locke trade? Yes. Minnesota would get Drew Locke. Uh, and a Kirk, second? God, Kirk Cousins. No, it's not that much. Really? Mm -hmm. I How thought old I was is Kirk Cousins right now? 32? 33. 33. Okay. And he's not that good in the first place, and he's had a lot of money. It would be Drew Locke and probably a three or a four, somewhere in there, for two years on a deal, and it's a deal that they could immediately get out of. Mm -hmm. Denver's in this nebulous if they really believe their problem is Drew Locke. But I don't know what you're going to do. Here's the thing. George Patton, that's the guy building this team. Where did George Patton come from? The Vikings. Who gave Kirk Cousins that deal? George Patton. George Patton was the one that dealt with Cap. He's the one that built that whole contract. That's a dark horse one that's been that's been hinted at in a few of the, the platforms that I'm in. Okay. And it makes, the, the more I think about it, the more sense it makes. They're not getting Deshaun Watson. Can we stop that? Mm -mm. I've heard Jerry Judy, by the way, Jerry Judy stopped doing interviews when really high. What did he say? Oh, God, have you not heard this? No. He did a radio interview the other day, and I, honest to God, think he'd been hanging out with Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, and Cheech and Chong. <laughs> he was higher than giraffe balls. And I, there is no doubt about it. I am the, I, I'm not the drug, I don't do all the drugs. So I don't really know, but I know what that sounded like. That sounded like a man that was getting ready to go through the cookout drive through at about 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You don't know what I'm talking about? Google it. It's it is well worth listening to because it's funny as shit. That's that that is pretty. And funny. he crucified Drew Locke, which uh, that's sober mind says what or drunk mind says what the sober mind thinks. Well, let's uh, okay. And a Judy Chop is one of the most important players on that team. So Kirk Cousins, it could be fun to watch him, you know, uh, do his thing with that receiving core that they've got in Denver, which is um, phenomenal. I mean, this past year. You know, Justin Jefferson came in, and there wasn't a lot of hope, or uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, hype for Justin Jefferson from some people in the media. Um, but but he came out and you know put up historic rookie numbers, along with you know Adam Thielen. I know he was in and out, but 
Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. No, and I think with weapons and a line and and, and a defense, he can be he can be a quarterback. Let me ask you, because I'm sure a lot of people are going, why would Denver do that with, with Kirk Cousins? How much better is Denver with Kirk Cousins immediately than they are right now? Three games. I would agree. That's the exact number I had in my head. Three games better. Mm-hmm. And what's your better alternative? You don't have the money or the, the assets to chase Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. You don't have the picks to get up to one of these quarterbacks that, that could start immediately. Like I said, what do you do? You roll it back with Drew Locke? Yeah. That's, that's how you get uh, uh, Vic Fangio fired, which I think is going to be fired anyway. But uh, Ron just – Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan are the same person. You're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I really don't. I think historically we will look at those two very similarly, except Matt Ryan had one MVP year. Exactly. That's it. That's the only difference. And I'll, I don't know. Uh, and I'll, I will probably think of Kirk Cousins as maybe achieving a little bit more because his weapons haven't been as good. Mm, I don't disagree with I that. I mean, he had a very young Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, Adam Thielen came out of nowhere with Kirk Cousins. So, I think you got to give him a lot, a, not a lot, but a little bit more credit uh, than Matt Ryan playing with the uh, with the weapons that he had, going from Roddy White to Julio Jones to Calvin Ridley. It's been it's been quite the uh, quite the luck streak, I guess, for uh, for Matt Ryan. Agreed. In the weapons department. That's, okay, so that's one I had not thought about. Broncos. What would be the plus side for Minnesota in that though? Uh. All right, let me ask you. There, let me ask you a fun question. I asked you how much better is Denver with Kirk Cousins. How much worse is Minnesota with Drew Locke? That's a good thought. That's a. I had not thought of it that way. And Drew Locke's a cheap option that you can roll for a year, roll for two years, until you can do something better. Maybe a game. I don't think it's maybe even a game, game worse. I don't think it's a game. I really don't. I think with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Irv Smith, and Dalvin Cook, I could be the fucking quarterback, and your offense should be pretty good. Right. Plus, by the way, who's the new offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, I don't. It's Clint Kubiak. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That Gary boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did Gary Kubiak do like a fucking wizard? Pass. West Coast passing offense. Mm-hmm. Short, get the ball in the playmaker's hands. All you have to do is read two. You, you, you make two reads. Quick throw, get the ball in playmaker's hands. Mm-hmm. I believe Drew Locke can do that. I think Denver asked him to do too much because they had weapons they could push down the field. Right. Clint Kubiak won't do that. Clint Kubiak is going to build this offense around Dalvin Cook, and they need a point man that doesn't turn the ball over. I think they can dr- develop Drew Locke into that. Damn, look at you. You're good at this matchmaking thing. Uh... Again, have you seen my wife? I mean, coffee's for closers, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I drink a lot of it. All right, uh, skip the Detroit Lions. They're locked into Jared Gurf. Jared Gurf. Uh, I also don't believe they're going to draft quarterback this year. I, I know that's not a spicy, spicy, but ESPN put out a spicy hot take of the offseason, and the guy in Detroit said, the Lions won't draft a quarterback. <laughs> that's like saying, Jeremy likes beer. No shit. Thank you for that spicy hot take. Houston Texans. Scenario for the Houston Texans is very interesting because I think dream scenario would be uh, you, you, you set your front office on fire, get Jack Easterby the fuck out the way, hire some people that actually, you know, you know, 
can build some trust within an organization. Um, and then maybe in a couple of years, you won't have to result to, you know, hiring the passing coordinator for the worst passing team in the NFL resort. as your new head coach. Resort. What did I say? Result. Okay. My bad. Resort. You won't have to resort to David Cully in future years, whoever that next sacrificial lamb for the Jack Easterby administration is going to be. Now that would be a dream scenario. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, your dream scenario here is to get whatever you can, get the most you can out of Deshaun Watson. I agree with that, but there's one dream scenario. The dream scenario for the Houston Texans is the same as another NFL team. Okay. Trade Deshaun Watson to the Miami Dolphins, get three first-round picks and two of Vailoa. That's your dream scenario. It's not the Jets. Mm -hmm. You know why? Remember that conversation we just had about paying Sam Darnold? Same thing falls into Houston. Yep. Let me ask you a question. Let's say uh, Superman was the quarterback of the Houston Texans. Okay. Are they better than 4-12 and 12 next year? <laughs> no. <laughs> you could put a bulletproof ballistic condom on their quarterback. They will still be 4-12. and 12. It wouldn't freaking matter. You could let them play defensively with 14 guys. They're still a sieve. Mm -hmm. This team's bad. They need a quarterback that starts the clock. I don't think it's Zach Wilson. I... I've heard all of the things about the Jets and, oh, if Houston trades Deshaun Watson, it's to the Jets. I don't think it is. I think it's the Miami Dolphins, mm -hmm. and I've thought that for a long time. I don't know that the Dolphins will. I think the Dolphins are more sold on Tua Tonga Valoa than, than the Jets are on Sam Darnold because they have time. Mm -hmm. They have three extra years on Tua Tonga Valoa that, that they don't have to make that decision. That's the reason that I, that I have said it's a, it, an equal race with the Jets and the Dolphins. Chris Edenfield uh, says something that I had thought about earlier this morning. Texans signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to come in and be the, you know, the the shepherd. I, but I don't it's think... A, it's a sweet thought, but why would Ryan Fitzpatrick do it? Ryan exactly Fitzpatrick's 4,000 years old, and he's already played in Houston. Yeah. Why would you go to this dysfunctional organization? You wouldn't. The, the same thing is going to happen with this quarterback room that, that happened with the head coaching search, unless it's by trade. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing this by choice. If you have other options, other options are better. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's better to stay in Miami and back up Deshaun Watson than it is to go to Houston and back and, and be the starter. I agree. You have a better shot at winning a ring. Mm -hmm. And at that age, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. To me, the best case scenario for the Houston Texans and the best case for the Miami Dolphins is exactly the same. You trade Tua Tunga Bailoa to the Miami to the Houston Texans. Deshaun comes back to Miami. Houston gets three first round picks, including three this year. Yeah. You add Devontae Smith, Devon, or uh, uh, Tua's reunited with Tua Tungvaloa, mm -hmm. or Tua's reunited with Devontae Smith. I said a lot of names there in a very short period of time. <laughs> I got really distracted, uh, and, and I think that's the best case scenario. You have something the fan base can cling on to, mm -hmm. and you've got an, uh, you know, Alabama and Houston are not exactly that far away from each other. Alabama is one of the most popular teams in that area of Texas. Mm -hmm. Outside of the Texas teams. So I think you could actually sell tickets with that, which I've never said was important to an NFL team until now because this one looks like it's about to fall in the ocean. Yeah, it's it's never. I don't think it's ever been more important for a franchise to try to do something to save this from going off the rails because you still have a fan base there that is used to, you know, not winning on the biggest stage, but they're used to winning. Mm -hmm. And it's a team that made the playoffs, what was it, six out of the last eight years. They, they were horrible after Bill O'Brien blew them up, but 
I think you're really heading, you're on a, on the danger zone here. You're on the cliff of getting ready to fall off. And if you don't do something to save this because you botched this entire off season already and it's only what, three days old? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're on day five. Right, we're on day five of the off season. You've already fucked this up royally. You got to figure out something. Uh, so I agree. That's, that would be the path for both the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. Indianapolis Colts, they're going to make the deal soon. Carson Wentz. They're Carson gonna, Wentz for 21. They're, they're going to make their dreams come true. I can tell you definitively what's been offered. Indy, is, Indy has offered two twos mm -hmm. as of right now. For whatever reason, Philadelphia is not seeing that as an acceptable uh, compensation for Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. They want a one. Eventually, they're going to settle. It'll be Carson Wentz. For 21, there will be another pick attached that's attached to how all, how much Carson Wentz plays in the next year. It'll be a reverse uh, uh, escalator, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conditional pick. Starts as a five. If he starts more than 10 games, it's a four. If he starts all 16 games, it's a three. If they go to the Super Bowl, it's a two. That's how that will go. Mm -hmm. All right. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, they're getting their dream. What? They're getting my dream. They're getting your dream. <laughs> they're getting the Jets' dream. With uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, do you, I mean, are they fine with the backups they have? Or do you think they need to go out and get a veteran, a more no veteran present, presence? Uh, well, actually, maybe not. Gardner Minshew, is, he actually qualifies as a vet. And he's not going to put any, there'll be no problem. No. He knows what this is. Mm -hmm. I would say they stick with what they've got. Okay. Uh, that's a team that I uh, – Jacksonville's a dark horse on Chris Godwin, just so you know. No. Ooh. Wait, what? Jacksonville's a dark horse on Chris Godwin. Damn. Okay. Nice. That would be beautiful. That would be great weapons for I, Trevor Lawrence to I, immediately I've been get I've been inundated with Chris Godwin to Jacksonville rumors. Okay. Uh, anytime I hear something more than three times, I go, ooh. Ooh, that's, maybe that's something I should say. Dream scenario for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you're not going to like my answer. They got Derek Carr. They got Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. They're looking for somebody to take Mariota off their hands. Of course they are. You got <laughs> for $11 million. Are, you got two quarterbacks that make eight figures. Uh, of course you're looking for somebody to take right. off their hands. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of rumors circulating of whether or not Carr's on the market as well. So what do you think they should do? The, the smoke on Derek Carr is getting more and more. I think they're making calls. If they keep making calls, I'm telling you right now, somebody will take them up on it because Derek Carr is viewed more. Derek, Derek Carr is viewed around the NFL more similarly to how I see him than how the general public does. Okay. Uh, he is thought to be a top 15 quarterback in the NFL circles. Okay. Uh, the Chicago Bears are a team that I know would have some interest. I don't know how they could afford it. Uh, Give them Khalil Mack. It uh, won't happen. <laughs> There, there will be interest in Derek Carr. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, now they have they put feelers out, and it's way more than I would have ever thought. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think it will be Derek Carr next year. Mm -hmm. I agree. Stick with what you got. You weren't, you know, this team needs defensive help. That's that's their main problem. The offense hasn't been a problem. You know, they had the news this morning that they're releasing Tyrell Williams, which is a great money-saving move for them. 
that I think they saved like a eleven million dollars or something like that on the on the cap coming up this off season. Good, go get you some help in that defense because I think your offense is fine as far as the weapons and the skill players are concerned. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Beef up the offensive line, but mainly go after that defense. You stiffen up that defense, and I think John Gruden's got a chance at a at a contender. At least, at least for third place in the AFC. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to make that leap to get over Buffalo and Kansas City, but I think they're not far off, uh, depending on what they can add on the defensive side of the ball. So, Carr stays, Mariota, Mariota goes. Do you care where, or does he have a scenario? What's the best-case scenario for him to wind up backing up Who? I don't necessarily think Mariota's going to be a backup. Really? Mm-mm. You remember that thing I've said routinely about how this offseason is going to go with quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a game of musical chairs, and yep. there's more ass and there's more uh, seats than there are asses. Mm-hmm. Mariota's an ass. Hmm. That's a, that's I'm telling you. There's going to be a team in this league that looks at Marcus Mariota and goes, "It's a bridge. It's a bridge." And there's one year left on that deal. That's it. And then you're out of it. One of these, te- one of these quarter- one of, let's say it's, I'm trying to think of a team that could wind up with Trey Lance. Uh, let's say San Francisco ends up with Trey Lance. Can I say if I had to marry out of being the bridge? Yep. I don't think that's a good fit. That's just a team that I know is interested in Trey Lance. Right. But yeah, I could see him being a starter somewhere. Okay. All right. I think he's one, he's, he's probably an injury emergency quarterback for me. Like, I think he's... His, he might be best served by playing out, well, letting things see how they play out and then fill in the chairs. You know what I mean? He's, he's one of the last ones in that rush for the last chair, since we're using that analogy. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, he back up Lamar Jackson real nice. Back up Lamar Jackson? He's too expensive. For Baltimore has uh, Beamer, Benz, and Bentley dreams of what they're going to do in free agency this year. I mean, I've literally I've heard everything from Allen Robinson to, uh, good God, I've heard a shitload of people in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. Alex Sanders is Cleveland. Too expensive. That's the problem, I'm telling you. You're not gonna, they're not doing anything with Baker. No, because he's not going to restructure this deal because he has no reason to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to have a job. Uh, that would be his reason to restructure. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland's stuck. They've got a playoff Plus they've winning got Case quarterback now. Well, they have Case Keenum who they feel good about. I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the New England Patriots. Corey Davis. That was the other guy I was trying to think of in Baltimore. Thank you, Stephen Town. The New England Patriots is Jimmy Garoppolo. We're all sold the, on that. I think that's the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Do I think that's going to happen I think a lot of people are reading tea leaves. Somebody pointed out something to me. Uh, I guess this was yesterday. There's not a lot of Patriots that go back. Patrick Chung, uh, and there have been some, but it's not a lot. Once yeah. you get out of New England, you don't tend to go back. Yeah. Now, he may not have a choice because he's on a contract. So, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo makes the most sense. I, I look at New England as the second worst quarterback job in the league to Houston. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody with options is going there. I don't know that. So I, read, I think it has to be a trade or draft somebody. Yeah. I don't know that I read any read anything into the the Patriots don't go back. 
I do. Because I, I do. I don't know. And, and, I, well, you should because this front office has been the same for 20 some odd years. Okay. And players leave. You're a scheme fit. You're, you're scheme neutral everywhere else, and you still don't go back. I mean, literally, I thought about this for a full day. It was Alex Santa that said this yesterday, mm-hmm. by the way, I think. Uh, I thought about it for a full day, and Patrick Chung was the only name I could come back to. Mm-hmm. Once you leave, you don't tend to come back. And now there's no Tom. So now there's absolutely no reason to come back. I think if Jimmy has his druthers, he won't be in New England. I think Jimmy's the best New England could do. Well, one of the problems, though, with that organization, uh, I mean, Bill. in this, no, in this scenario, what we're talking about is most guys didn't leave to begin with. They kept everybody. Everybody, you know, was there for Tom. Everybody, That's actually not true. Really? No. A lot of players, I mean, good God, you want me to give you a list of players that have been overpaid that left New England? Trent Brown, Kyle Van Noy, uh, Trey Flowers. Mm-hmm. I mean, good God, there's been a thousand players that have been overpaid by a, a Belichick disciple to come out mm-hmm. of that come out of that system, mm-hmm. and they just never go back. Well, because they go elsewhere, and they're either <laughs> they're either one still under contract or two aren't that good. So uh, why would you bring them back? This is my thing. Uh, depth. I mean, here's the thing. New England, I don't think it's that they didn't want him back. Trey Flowers was better in, in New England than he's been anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean they are Detroit because it's the only two places he's played. Right. Uh, there have been a lot of guys that would have liked to have – the best fit for them would have been to go back to New England. Danny Amendola. Mm-hmm. Stephen Tao said that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, Richard Seymour, Vince Wilford. There's a lot. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think the best case scenario for New England's Garoppolo. I don't think that's the best case scenario for him. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I, to me, I think Jimmy Garoppolo makes a whole lot of sense to go back. And I think you know, I don't think he's a guy that's gonna say no if it's offered. That's what I'm saying. I can see a path that he does. Okay. If he's given say in this, I could see him not wanting to go back to New England. This is. I mean, at the grass, at the brass tacks of it. This is a team that tapped out on you mm-hmm. for a 40-year-old quarterback. you got to remember, these guys still have a little bit of say. It's not a lot, yeah, especially when you're under contract like that. But All right, what's the uh, you know play quarterback matchmaker here on the uh, Friday before Valentine's Day? The New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I don't – there's no team in the NFL currently that I find funnier than the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I have seen multiple people in the last three days say Jameis Winston's going to lead them to a playoff win. Mm-hmm. And I almost shit on myself. I laugh so <laughs> Do you realize how much this team's getting ready to lose? No. How bad does it get? Uh, $100 million over the cap. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, they can't even talk to him. Yep. Like, hey, Trey, we'll pay you in gumbo. Uh, how much do you like gumbo? Because we will give you a cargo ship container full of it. Uh, oh, uh, come back. Answer the phone. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. This team is not going to be anywhere near as talented. I think you have to run it back with Jameis Winston. You have to give him a shot. It's the best they can do. I mean, the only way they're going to do better is if somebody decides they want to play with the quarterback whisperer, uh, Sean Payton. Right. But the team's not going to be good. I mean, the depth is going to be shot to hell. A lot of the vet guys are going to be gone. I just, New Orleans is. They have kicked the can down the road, and now the can has hit the wall, and there's no more kicking the can down the road. Nice. The can is now in a traffic jam. 
Uh, I still think the Giants should be in the conversation, but they're not. They're they're stuck with Daniel Jones. Yep. <laughs> Nothing that. Sorry, they're Brian. not stuck with him. It's uh, uh, you know, the for whatever reason, front office still believes in him. Don't know why, but that is the scenario. The Giants fans over there uh, 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 muttering under his breath. The Jets' dream scenario to me is Deshaun Watson. Not close. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is not close. Mm-hmm. It's Deshaun Watson with not having to give up a fortune. It's Houston's really attached to Sam Darnold. Uh, they think he can be their quarterback of the future. They see him as worth two back into the first round ones. Mm-hmm. They take two. They take Sam. They take a, a, a two this year and another one next year, and that's enough to get the deal done. Mm-hmm. That's the dream scenario for the Jets. And I think that is just about what this deal is going to be. I just think the quarterback's going to be Tua Tunga by Loa. Right. But dream scenario is Deshaun Watson, and I've said that so many times that we don't need to marinate on it for too long. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, um, they've shat in their bed. Um, they don't have dreams anymore. They have uh, nightmares. Uh, Philadelphia has a dream scenario. Uh, they can patch things up with Carson Wentz. That's the dream scenario. This is not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but this is a dream scenario. True. You know, I have dreams about me and Eva Longoria doing weird things. That's never going to happen either. That's why it's called dream. Fair enough. Yeah, I think they've they've botched this whole thing. They're going to lose Carson Wentz. They're going to be stuck with Jalen Hurts, and they're going to find out very, very quickly how horrible of a decision that is. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, I got a spicy, spicy on Philadelphia. Philadelphia trades Carson Wentz to, to Indy for 21. They take a quarterback at six. Really? Jalen Hurts fits in. Uh, Jalen Hurts fits into a Nick Sirianni offense like I fit into a string bikini. It ain't pretty. Whole lots of rolls. My wife just chimed in with Eva Longoria's on Jeremy's list. It's called the Eva Longoria list. We have that Why celebrity list shocked? like Friends. Where there's five celebrities that you're allowed to. Yeah, yeah. Mine is a dream list. My wife, unfortunately, if she ever met Chris Hemsworth. I would have a bad day. It would not be good for me. Because there is a much better than me chance that that would not go my way. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. There's facts. <laughs> it's kind of the kind of the problem you fa- you you find yourself in. Fact. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, frankly, we as men find ourselves in. Correct. <laughs> I do love it. It's now. a whole lot easier to get it to go the other way, you know. Uh, uh yes, right. uh, actually, I agree. <laughs> you see, my way ends up with a restraining order. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I don't even have to do that much. Or they Just ma- show up and look like. Or they I make do. a Netflix series about you. I will say, my wife posted that Valentine's Day challenge thing where how did you meet, and everything that she said made me sound like the lead character from you. Mm-hmm. It sounded very stalkerish. Oh, now we're getting now we're getting list suggestions. I know, I, I saw that. Salma Hayek, Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron could kick me in the fucking teeth, and I'm not okay with that. She's like six one. Not that that's a problem, just not necessarily my predilection. You don't like it that rough. That's what you're saying. Uh, I don't like. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not, a fa- I'm not a big fan of tall. <laughs> not my thing. Okay, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she's, I she's actually, 
She's cute. I actually knew that one about Stephen Tell. It, it's bad when... I, I, one of the things I love most about this show is that I know some of you so well that I actually knew that Stephen Tell was going to say Anna Kendrick. I do talk to some of you more often than I talk to my spouse throughout the day. I mean, obviously, we're, we're, home, we're at home at night. I get a lot of text messages from people that watch this show, and I like that. Just don't get mad at when I don't respond for an hour. Uh, is this breaking that. news? Mike Green says Houston has released J.J. Watt. That can't. I, that can't. I can't. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Looks like we're going over today, boys. Holy hell. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> holy. holy. Is it true? It's I can't get true. my computer to do it. Ian Rappaport from at Rap Sheet. The Texans are releasing J.J. Watt. Well, they took what? 12 million? 17 and a half. 17 and a half million dollar hit. Well, well, <laughs> well. Now, this should be the sign, right? Wow. Should this not be the sign that Deshaun Watson's gone? Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean there's that no saving this That might happen before the day's over. Right. There's no saving this boat now. No. Oh this is, God. I mean, J.J. was obviously terribly disgruntled. The way he was talking about his teammates giving up at the end of the season, he was done, obviously. I love J.J. Watt to death, and I'm so happy, and I actually kind of hope he goes to Pittsburgh. I could see that. I want him to go to Pittsburgh and play with his brothers. I don't necessarily buy it, but uh, I mean, I could see the path that it happens. Ronnie JJ Watt just just became the biggest mercenary on planet Earth because he's made a bajillion dollars. Yeah, Ronnie wants him to become a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. It's been rumored before. That of course you do. I've heard it. Too. He's gonna go play with Tom. Saying, I've heard it multiple places. I, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> I've heard it too. It's out there. The rumor it's, is out it's there. It's a thing, and that's what he's gonna do. I hope so. God, I hope so. I'm gonna have a. They better not give him number ninety nine. I'm gonna tell you right now. That this might be my. That might be my bridge. That might be my bridge too far. I, 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 I got over it with ninety three going to Ndamukong Sue, but I will not get over ninety nine being used again. Just throwing that out there. Maybe yeah. we can make it 66. In case you haven't figured this out, we're, we're, we're running over today. <laughs> this is going to be longer than 10 o'clock. I haven't even looked at a clock yet. It's 10.02. To we're, me, we're, this is one of those this things. This is more important. We're not on a network. There's not another show yeah. coming up after us. Yeah, there's no jingle coming to play us out. Yeah, this uh, is not like uh, you know Matthew McConaughey at the Oscars. They're not going to play us off. <laughs> Do I need to play the intro again? But <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, yeah, I'll need a I'll need another uh, faded cream jersey. It wasn't faded cream, it was mustard yellow. Thank you very much. Whack Arnold's University. <laughs> wow. JJ with the Rams for the win. I, here's the thing that blows Brandon my mind, Fish? and, and I, I'm trying to process this because mm -hmm. this is this has caught me a little off guard. I probably could have got some compensation. Uh, yes, I feel well. I, I, I do too. I feel like you could have gotten something. I don't know what team's gonna give give anything up though. How I old mean, is anything. JJ Watt? God, he's thirty. You're going with thirty? Thirty? He's thirty one. Yeah. I can't believe you went with thirty. Uh why? I, I would have because he's been in the league for nine years. So. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. But he's still I mean, he was just an he was an immediate impact. Yep. This is, still this is is. a huge. This is a huge story. This oh, is absolutely. this is the story of the day, no doubt. 
Adam Schefter says J.J. Watt asked the Texans for his release, and the two sides have agreed to part ways. The defensive player in the fran- or the best defensive player in franchise history is now finished in Houston, but does, uh, but he does want to play elsewhere. Well, we all knew that. <laughs> I don't think anybody looks at J.J. Watt and saw his comments. Like I said at the end of the season, and went, "Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really care. He's he's checked out. He wants to retire. He's done. Well, his he wants a he wants a title. It. Yeah, he wants a title, and he deserves it." Of all the guys in the NFL, uh, I think he might be one of my favorites. JJ Watt. Yeah, as a just as an all-around dude, competitor, person, personality, everything wrapped into one. Athletic freak. The only thing I don't like him is, uh, about him is that he doesn't seem to stay healthy all that much. Uh, and here's the thing. It, it, this blows my mind. J.J. Watt's been in the NFL for 10 years. Okay. How many, how many games has he missed in 10 years? <coughs> mm, I'm going to go with 22. Mm, you're a little shy. It's 30-something. Okay. Math, math is hard. I was thinking it was at least somewhere between two and three games a year. How many seasons has he played 16 games? Three. It's seven. Whoa. He's played 16 games in seven of his really? teams. Really? Including last year. It does not He's seem like that. He's missed every game in his career in three years. He's had three season-ending injuries. Right. He's never missed another game. Huh. I'm telling you right now, and I've had a few minutes to marinate on this. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now this is going to be a, a war between Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, the L.A. Rams, and Pittsburgh. No, really, Pittsburgh's not a not a title contender. Ah, I'm gonna tell you a team, and it makes so much sense. And people are gonna tell me I'm out of my fucking mind. Buffalo Bills, calling my shot right now. Buffalo Bills. Man, he would be so good in Buffalo. They would absolutely calling my shot now. The way the defense runs, the way the defense is built, Leslie Frazier. Having Josh Allen, uh, the team not being hemmed up against the salary cap, and you're in the AFC. Buffalo. Baltimore Ravens. That was what I was going to say. Uh, that's a very, very Baltimore-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, Alex Sanders said Buffalo. I wasn't paying attention to the comments. Like mines. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Ravens seems like a good one. They're going to be losing Matthew. And so did Chris Edenfield, too. Damn, apparently I wasn't as spicy, spicy as I thought I was. <laughs> no, that just means we have smart fans. Yep. And, and I do appreciate you. that. Exactly. And we love you for it. Uh, I think this is this is the beginning. This is the beginning of the end. Well, the thing you got to remember about J.J. Watt is J.J. is very community-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sports – name me a fan base in sports that's better than Bill's Mafia. No. I'll save you time. There's not one. And they're in my division. <laughs> so it's obviously – Quite a distance. Uh, I would say Green Bay makes a whole shitload of sense. Who? Green Bay. He's already ingrained in Wisconsin because that's where he went to he school. He is, and it, it makes sense, and I get it. I, I, I do. I get it. I, I, one I don't last buy push. It. One last push for for uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's where he's from. Yeah, he's from fun. Wisconsin. So right. I mean, it, it it does make sense. I just mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be able to beat what. This is not going to be, but I don't think this is going to be a money move. This it's is, certainly not going to be a money move. Yeah. 
I know that. Yeah. It's going to be a who can win me a title. And I think J.J. J. J. Watt believes he has more years left. J.J. strikes me as a guy that doesn't want to move multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like, he was ingrained in Houston. This is what I mean. The hell, this was the man of the year. So, uh, he was very ingrained in the community. Right. He's only 31 freaking years old. So, this is a guy that could play seven more years. Mm-hmm. Green Bay ain't got seven more years of contention in him. I am stunned that Houston couldn't get shit for him. That blows my mind. Yeah. Wow. Um, All right, we got to finish the quarterback thing. We just we we just had this dropped yeah, in our yeah. lap and we weren't expecting. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do more ins and outs of this uh, coming up on the ESPN. I got I got a, I got a process of a little bit of this and how this came about. We will <laughs> right. we, we will definitely dive more into this on ESPN this afternoon. Right. Uh, all right. So where we left off with the uh, with the quarterbacks, uh, I mean Pittsburgh Steelers, they're not doing anything. I think Roethlisberger's coming back. Their uh, dream scenarios, it's not been, but unfortunately, I don't think you have a choice. Mm-mm. Their dream scenario, Sam Darnold. Just throwing that out there. That's their dream scenario. Jameis Winston. No, those two don't belong in the same sentence, and you know it. Uh, <laughs> dream scenario is Darnold because you yeah. could take the hit on Roethlisberger, the dead money. Have Darnold for a year, see what he's got. If it's good, great, we'll extend him. If he's not, cool, we're out. The second round, but they, don't, but they don't have enough to bargain with, do they? I mean, it's first round pick. <laughs> yeah, they have one of those, don't they? That's what it costs. And I actually think it might, keeping him in the conference, it might be more than that. Yeah, might be a one and a conditional four or something to that effect. Right. But I mean, could Pittsburgh get him? Absolutely. And I think that's their dream scenario. Okay. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, we've already uh, <laughs> married them with Matt Ryan. Yeah, 49ers, but see, no, that was not San Francisco's best case scenario. Right. I don't th- San oh, Francisco's I think best case scenario is Sam Darnold. That's going to be a lot uh, of people's best case scenario. If you're in cap hell this year, Sam Darnold's your win. Because he's cheap as shit this year. Yeah. And you have another year next year that you can bargain. And you don't have to go down the franchise quarterback route. Okay. I could see, I mean, I, I'm really trying to think of anybody else that would even, I mean, dream scenario is Aaron Rodgers, but that's not happening. Uh, yeah, I would, I don't I, like I would the, go Darnold there too. I don't dislike the Matt Ryan uh, relationship. By the way, the more we talk about this, the more I think Sam Darnold, the more the bigger and bigger and bigger I think the Darnold train compensation is going to be. <laughs> I think because there as I have sounded this out, I'm going to make a spicy spicy. I don't think Sam Darnold's quarterback of the Jets next year mm-hmm. because I think somebody's going to offer something they can't turn down. I think they know that that Darnold is better than Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. and you may have to go the you may have to go the Deshaun Watson route. And just give them what they want. Wind up with Watson, take the trade compensation from Darnold. I would. And and roll with it. I would if if only to keep him away from Miami. Because that's the other thing about this. Is yeah, I don't want him that. ending up in Miami. Yeah, you can't get into that. That's a dangerous that's that's a that's a dangerous president. Why is that a dangerous president? <sighs> he fits what I mean I mean we can we can build around him. He could be our guy. Well, he fits in. And like, I keep him away from the Well, run. the one thing I will say is if LaFleur's not on board with this, he fits in that offense like a, a, a wet dog in the cat door. So, okay. you know, that, that that's not a good thing. You know, this is this is that same zone blocking scheme he just came out of that got him absolutely matered repeatedly. So you're going to have to be – or you're all going to have to be on the same page to build around Deshaun Watson, no matter what team it is. 
so the fact that, you know, keep him away from Miami. Hey, Miami, if you want to throw five ones at it, more fucking power to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have a receiver on that team that I'm worried about, and you're going to get into cap issues in a year uh, with him. So, you know, I, it has nothing to do with keeping him away from Miami to me. Okay. I believe that would be a little extra motivation for me, but that's just that's just me. Um because that also, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I get him, you don't. <laughs> I'd much rather end up in that position. But San Francisco, I don't hate the I don't hate the Matt Ryan marriage. I mean, that's that, that's I think the it'd one be a that makes push because you got, you know, you need to strike now. You need to strike while you've got all this young team control of all these guys in San Francisco, all these little weapons because you're going to have to pay them soon. So you need a quarterback that can win now. I don't think they're really in developmental quarterback mode. No, you have a lot of talent, and it's getting ready to get really expensive. So, I mean, San Francisco needs – Stafford made all the sense in the world for right. San Francisco. Right. Uh, but you didn't get him. No, he's crying over spilt milk. So I would say you know, Matt Ryan or Darnold or one of those guys would be. Yeah. Somebody that is a win-now quarterback. This is not a draft-a-quarterback team. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do that, they're going to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Agreed. Uh, and that's it. Oh, Washington football team. What's their dream scenario? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. <laughs> Y'all said Aside that was so, so I didn't. So I don't care. <laughs> Aside from Sam Darnold. Aside what do you think their from Sam, dream, the dream scenario would be they bring back Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke. And you go with this in a year from more of a position of power uh, because they're not currently in one. The weapons are good, mm-hmm. they're not great. Uh, you're going to be leaning a lot on Antonio Gibson. The one thing I'll say is this team that has money. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go a different route with this. Okay. Dream scenario for the Washington football team is Derek Carr. There you go. Nice. Because I think you could get him for about what they have. I, I don't think you have to get crazy with the compensation. And you can take the contract. And it's not forever. Get him for about what they have. What do you mean? In t- you, you don't have to completely empty the cupboard to get him. Okay. You know, this is like... They well, where do they pick? Nineteen is it nineteen? Yeah, I think you could probably get Derek Carr for nineteen and a conditional pick. With as much talk as I've heard about Derek Carr, that's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me to believe that four teams have come out and said, "Yeah, we called on Derek Carr." Uh, bullshit. I don't buy it. The reason that's been said is because the Raiders want you to know that. And usually, what that means is that you're trying to drum up as much interest as possible to put it in the media that other teams are calling. Right. Uh, yeah, what dream scenario for the Washington football team to me is Derek Carr. I had to think about it. I had to, I had to take the journey. I like that idea, uh, but I think they are. I think they're already in a in an okay spot where they don't have to do anything now. They don't have to, but I'm I'm getting less and less sure that Alex Smith's going to come back, uh, and I'm not 100 percent sure if he does come back, there's going to be in Washington. Okay, I've heard some weird little rumbles out of Washington about him. Playing, but playing somewhere else. Really? All right. Well, big news today. J.J. Watt has been released by the Houston Texans. We'll have your full breakdown on that, as well as uh, we'll do some. Uh, we'll do. We'll do a season preview as well for uh, NASCAR, uh, abbreviated this afternoon, as we got the Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday. Don't roll your eyes. It's the 500. You got to get excited for this thing. Do I need to get the helmet back? Uh, yeah. You're gonna need to. I thought you liked racing. What's your deal? I I do. Quit I just, sloughing there's, it there's like four drivers that matter. <laughs> and we'll talk about all of them this afternoon on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 
1400 The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green every weekday afternoon at 3. Be sure to like, share, and follow us here at The Sportsocracy on all of the social medias if you haven't done it yet and have not told your friends to do so yet. Be sure to go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Sportsocracy. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. Yep. We're live from the Wicked Weed studio, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. We'll see you this afternoon. Remember, Monday's off.